My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. And then you're waiting for the momentum to come on, you're like, and then the garage band decides to fuck you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Are we good? I think it's going to be my new word, fuck you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shit on your face. Sean Connolly style. Right. <laughs> <laughs> shit on your face. Is that what he says? I don't know. <laughs> oh, the other one, no. Let's not go into that. that. <laughs> Might not be a good way to start All right, episode. guys, welcome to episode 15. I am Daniel, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Ivan, the other co-host. The other co-host. <laughs> of Journey to Wherever. It's episode 15. Um, we are back. We are back. Welcome to uh, 2000. No, and 2020. Yeah, 2020. 2020. First, it's um, a bit hard to say. Is it our first 2020? Or is it, it is our yes, first is episode our first 2020, of 2020. Yeah. Happy New Year to everybody. <clears throat> we hope you had a safe one. Uh, thanks for not listening to our podcast over the Christmas break. Because, <laughs> but you're excused because we didn't listen to any podcasts ourselves. Um, you're probably away on holidays, maybe driving somewhere and yeah. uh, you know, having fun and not listening to Journey to Road, which is yeah. fine. Um, we, get it. we get it. So hope everyone enjoyed the break. It is certainly the first episode back for 2020. I'm liking the sound of 2020. It's got a ring to it. It does. It definitely And I hope that ring manifests into something good, man. Not being, like, not being flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I think um, 2019, we came into 20, 2019 feeling like, you know, it's going to be good. Like, it's going to be a really good year, this and that. And then, I don't know, maybe it's just a number nine or what, but like, I'm glad, like, just give it the finger and see it. See it, see it don't, I don't want to see it again. I'm happy to, like, let 2020 pass into new. And I think a lot of people have that same sentiment. It's like... 2020 feels like the, just even the number. Like, it just sounds it sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like I'm, it I'm sounds with you there. Futuristic too. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it, you know, it's like you know when you watch the like Total Recall movies and stuff, and it's got like the computer writings like 2050 and 2030. It's like 2020. Well, I started getting into 2020 mode when I was. Um, with some clients when you're like writing their next appointment on a card for them. Yeah. And you're like writing down and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm writing like, you know, 8th of January and I write one nine and I'm like, wait, hold on a second. And I have to put the two in. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very much habitual as yeah, well. Yeah, so, right. um, that was, a, I kind of got into the 2020 mode a bit sooner. Yeah. Writing so. appointments, but, um, it's a good one. I'm yeah. looking for, I think 20, I think along with speaking to a whole bunch of other people, 2019 was a, an interesting, um. An interesting year. I think most people were happy to uh, Let usher it, it away. I think in general, it just happens psychologically. You get to the end of the year, and even if it was a great year, you're just happy for this new the thing. refresh. It's if the the funny thing is, it technically it's a mythical deadline. We were talking about this the other day. <clears throat> yeah, okay, go. I'm curious what you well, were going to say. It, it, it really, in in reality, nothing really changes apart from. A date. Yes and no. So, okay. Oh, for, me, uh, for me, it is. Uh, okay. The reason why I think it's interesting, because we were talking about it the other day. You know, we were all driving in the car. I think we were going to... Um, we we're doing a family trip somewhere. I don't know where it was. Family outing, whatever. And we were talking to the kids about, like, 2020 and, you know, the whole idea of this whole New Year thing. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that... Because um, I remember... Um, years and years ago, I watched this film clip because there's this whole thing of like this whole new year, new me stuff that goes around. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, just yeah. And then, um, but one of these interesting video clips I watched years ago about, um, it was actually from Tony Robbins again. Okay. And what he said was, and, and that kind of stuck to me was, 
it gives people an excuse to reset and to just new like the whole calendar changed like an excuse right yeah and i was thinking yeah but is it really just an excuse or is there actually some biological thing happening here as in like kind of earths and matters no and i don't what? think earths and matters but well well when you look at it it takes the earth one year for the to go around the sun right yeah so that takes one year yeah and the very act of an ecosystem moving within a solar system around yeah temperatures change tides change Weathers change, mm-hmm. so that one whole year yeah. is a physically like a physical change that Earth goes through, right? Yeah. And then when humans go from, uh, because humans are within that ecosystem, yeah, naturally their environment is changing. Yeah. And when you look at back at our periodization episode, and you say like the whole eight year thing, yeah. Well, the body obviously knows through an eight year cycle, it goes through some sort of change. So we all have like a circadian rhythm and different clocks, and Correct. we our bodies know day versus night and twenty four hours, and so I think there is some science behind the one year part because. You go through four seasons during that time. Yeah. Summer, autumn, winter, spring, or you got fall and stuff in different yeah. places. So I think that the process of going through a new year is in and of itself a refresh. And I think that people counting down and saying, right, now's the new year. Yeah. Just kind of puts the peg in the ground where it's starting from now. Yeah. But I, and I think people's lives have kind of synced with the years. Yeah. Because you could pretty much drop anybody into, say if you were like stuck on a deserted island, right, hypothetically, and then you dump somebody in there and then all of a sudden, you know, 10 years down the track, you pull them back out. I think they'd very quickly re-sync with our years if you let them live through a few cycles again. Okay. I think there would be some science behind that. I still think think when when it's like the 31st of December and then it clicks over to the 1st of January. I still think it's a mythical deadline. I think we... The seconds and the minutes, yeah. Well, even even for a space of a couple of days. You know, I mean, the fact that people just go all of a sudden, you know, it's it's, it's classic, you know, they, they get a new PT or they all of a sudden want to start studying something. They're changing something. There's always yeah. that, there's that change. I think how... I think physiologically how our bodies natural... I would imagine how our bodies naturally respond is more of a, I guess, a collective time so yeah. like with i think a season has more sense to yeah. me so like going from winter into summer and summer into and you know into um autumn and and so on like our bodies collectively go into this new cycle yeah you know what i mean so i don't know i'm still i'm still kind of like i i jump back and forth in terms of like i agree with what you're saying and i think it's pu- i think honestly it's purely psychological but i like it i like the fact i that love I, the whole idea of i like the idea of it. i'm not yeah. def- i'm definitely not bagging it like yeah. but i don't i don't i just it's i it's interesting to me how people all of a sudden gen one they're they're kicking they're kicking to this different gear and to no, me i, I find it funny because uh, i don't personally i guess if you would call it goal set yeah i don't goal well i don't you know go oh new year new man i'm gonna learn how to new year's resolutions you know, and do all that stuff. 10 star jumps backwards like uh, you know what i mean it's like yeah do you, do you like that joke 10 star jumps backwards i didn't get it no it's all right it's a Ten. dad joke thing okay <laughs> <laughs> i uh, can't do a star jump backwards I, I want to try that. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's possible. Uh, <laughs> um, um, but now yeah. look, I, 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 I don't know. I, I think it I gives like it. people the excuse, the excuse. I think it's definitely to more reset, yeah. but I also <clears throat> think in within that, there is some sort of a a refresh that happens yeah. 
There is. Because all of mankind goes through it. Yeah. As a whole, at large, not every single person. Well, it's, as, it's, as a, it's, it's, it's marketing as well. It's largely influenced by marketing. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, well, we do these massive fireworks. That Yeah, I don't know. That's that's That in itself is like we base everything that we're doing on the 31st around some form of either physically being present at some kind of, you know, yeah. easy fireworks or being there or watching on TV or going to a local one. It that's that in itself is, you know, market driven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look, so I- if you didn't have fireworks for example, you, it was just like clicking over to the next day. I think a lot of people would have been happy actually this year if <laughs> Sydney didn't have fireworks. If it didn't have fireworks. Yeah. Well, well it nearly only- didn't go ahead. Well, there was a big petition to not have the Sydney fireworks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. You uh, know, look, especially considering the time of year that we, or the, I think the last couple of months, months that Australia's had. faced and is currently facing with all the, you know, the fires and stuff. And I think just because a lot of people, I mean, at least I was of the viewers, the view of, well, if you've got um, fireworks happening, you're going to need a whole bunch of fireys standing on the sideline just in case something goes wrong when they, when they could have been there. deployed out there and probably wanted to be deployed out there. I can't speak for them, but I assume they would have. I would say so. To, to go and actually fight proper fires out there rather than just burn out millions of dollars of taxpayers' money on fireworks. Well, right or wrong. And for the first time ever, I was like... You know what? Maybe it's a good idea to not have the fireworks. Yeah, look, I, look, I, I don't think we should. Usually, have. I'm just like, nah, it's party. You know, at the, at the larger things, just let it go. And but this time, I was like, you know what? Like, maybe it's actually not a bad idea to not have it. I agree with we you. We were pissed off a few people, but I agree with you. But I understand why they did it because economically, for Sydney itself, as much as much as we don't see it because we live here, it does draw in. Of course millions it does. And millions yes, and millions of people. Of course it's, it it's does. like a mini, you know, every country has and every major city has their, you know, essentially their fireworks, but I don't know what the stats are. We might be able to bring it up a bit later, but I would probably say that Sydney would probably be easy top 3. Uh, pro- possibly. I would say I wouldn't, so. I wouldn't be surprised, but I know I def- know, I understand then, which economically. Which brings a lot of people and obviously our, you know, being summertime as well, people come here. So I can understand on a I guess a a business standpoint. No, why, I know why they did it. I know, but as a nation, sometimes you need to put that aside. Yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah. So, but anyway, I don't want to kind of <laughs> kick off 2020 with a, with the the negative sentiment. But um, <laughs> yeah. Look, I think I, I'm excited certainly for 2020. I think the name, like the just the year itself, you know, rings quite and has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Um. We we it was interesting because you know we we had all planned as a family to kind of like. We were trying to plan what we were going to do and catch up, right? Yeah. And we're like, oh, what's everyone doing? What you're doing? What are we doing? Everyone kind of has that question. Of, like, you're kind of sitting around. What are you doing? Around Christmas time. You're like, so what are you doing on New Year's? And it's like, oh, I'm not sure yet. What are you going to do? And then it's kind of like, maybe we can do this or maybe you're doing that. And, and everyone just kind of like throwing ideas and around. And collectively, everybody just goes, all right, that sounds good. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it was kind of like, we kind of started to get to that point. Yeah. And then Christmas Day came. It was really, really good. Boxing Day came. And I think we took the kids to the new zoo Sydney that zoo. opened up, Sydney Zoo. It opened up um, not long ago, and we took them on, I think, the 27th. Yeah. And that that's that period between Christmas and New Year yeah. where you just lose track of time. Yes. Like, you don't know what the day is, the date, but... I can, um, I'll, I'll, although this year I was actually, I was aware of the days more because I was trying to plan, like, podcast recording yeah. and... I'm trying to like think of, okay, when am I going to go back to work? How many days have I got? What am I going to schedule inside? It's actually on top of it a little bit more. Well, I definitely wasn't. Um, 
And I don't think I've come off my peak since October. Um, That's good. Well, yes, but there's other. I'm definitely, uh, I'm, I'm definitely in unicorn mode at the yeah. moment. <laughs> you sent me a mad unicorn emoji <laughs> the other day. You're a unicorn. Everything unicorn. Um, and so yeah, 27th we took the kids to the zoo and we came back home and we're like, yep, New Year's coming up, everything's good. And then our youngest daughter got sick. Hmm. And we were driving home and she just literally just vomited like everywhere. And we're like, beautiful. Oh man, like, come on. Like, really? Yeah. It's just the sun. It's just the sun. It's just the heat. Don't worry. She's fine. It's probably a bit of heat, exhaustion, stuff. It was a really hot day. Um, and then the nappies started. And, and then it was like, like nah. you're like, oh, is, is it really? Like, is she really sick? And then our son's like, oh, I don't really feel well either. And then he started being sick. And we're like, that's it. Fuck, it's done. It's done. It's done. <laughs> you know, and then that, so our new, everyone, everyone kind of had their own New Year's plans. And we literally sat in front of the TV on New Year's Eve. And just, we, it was nice because we all sat together. And we were watching like TV, all the, the fireworks stuff on TV. And we were yeah. all like um, kind of eating snacks and junk food and stuff. So it was really nice to sit as a family and kind of talk. And then the kids kind of just fell to sleep and we just kind of laid there. And it was nice. But it, it the the New Year's Eve took a mad turn and mm. we literally had like no end of year celebration at all. Like it was just sick kid nurture. It just, it was, that's a classic just And then shit because happens. of that, yeah. you've got this like post phase of when they're sick and when it's kind of like this overlap. So we literally haven't seen the family for like, a week and a half. Yeah. Which means people are like, oh, it's a week and a half. Christmas time. Like, but, <laughs> but for a family that sees each other quite regularly. For a family regularly. that sees each other quite regularly and it's the holiday <clears throat> period and we all live relatively close to each other and we interact a lot. Yeah. To not, because <clears throat> usually between Christmas and New Year, it's like, let's go to the pools. We'll have a park picnic day. We'll do stuff, right? And we've done nothing because yeah. everyone's, our family's just kind of been like this self imposed quarantine, like <laughs> yeah. trying to keep ourselves away from everyone. It's been bizarre. I oh, know. It's a bit it's weird. It's just, it's the most, it's the, I've never had a New Year's where it's just been like. Maybe look at all this. <clears throat> Maybe it's more like a, sorry. <clears throat> Maybe it's more like a steam train type thing. Just starts off slow. And you just, you know, and yeah. then eventually just, you know. Yeah. It takes off. So hopefully, always take, take, and yeah. because it was a nice, it was a nice calm enter into the new year. It was like you know that you know, when the first slow, babies get born, and they build. just get they just get born into peace. Yeah, that was like with Adrian. Uh, I, I had a pause there. Hold on, they just get born oh, into sorry, peace. Sorry, sorry, yeah, that's right. Okay. So that's a peaceful. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> Adriana, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, my throat's a bit uh, unicornish this morning. <clears throat> um, Adriana was born on the twenty second of December. Yep, and that was like. That was a really peak. Like, I don't think we did anything for for news that year when he was born. And it was just a nice kind of like calm. Calm enter into the world. Entering into the world. Yeah. You know, he went to bed at like, you know, I don't know, nine. I woke yeah. up like at one. Yeah. So it was just, everyone was just like around the, uh, yeah. The bedroom. So, <laughs> so it, it was, sometimes it's not a bad thing. No, I know. So it was, it was, an, it was I, look, I think it was nice. But yeah, we, so we took the kids to the new zoo and that was all, that was really fun. Um, and then yesterday or last night, we all went to, um, the, we took the family to the buffet and we all had like a buffet dinner. Oh, did you? feeling good now. So nice. we had a nice buffet dinner. Feeling full. Um, and getting ready for what's about to start of the actual work week starts uh, this week. Yes. When, when the podcast comes out, this is the first official kickoff of the work week. Well, when um, it comes out, it's a, was, I think 
Yeah. For Sydney, most people most people Most people in Sydney six. start back at work on the sixth. Based on how the public holidays and everything are currently at the moment, probably on the sixth yeah. of Jan. So um but I think you made you, you kind of you kind of brought up an interesting thing before and I've kind of been thinking about it a little bit and you said like about goals and resolutions and stuff. And I think at this time of year a lot of people start setting you know, goals and, and either resolutions and stuff. And I know we've kind of spoken back and forth a little bit about like, uh, you know, you've got this quadrennial cycle and the periodization, eight-year stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm seeing, although interestingly, I'm seeing less people talk about their New Year's resolutions this year. I think that's I, also, I spend a lot of time on Twitter. <clears throat> I think it's also um, how people don't want to be perceived because it's looked upon as dorky now. It's now like, it is, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, it was like my New Year's resolution, resolution is. is. It was a big conversation. Now it's What's like, your oh, New Year's resolution? You'd make a New Year's resolution, and I and it's like I've and, never really made New Year's resolutions personally, yeah. and it's not because I wanted to be outside the box or different to anybody. Yeah. It's just I just never really made them, and and then over time, I've you know obviously because I I we've spoken about it at length before with the periodization. That's how I how I tend to I make I guess four to eight year goals. I know yeah. it sounds crazy because, you know, how well, what do you know what do you want to do when you're in eight years time? But you kind of have an idea of the kind of things you want to accomplish. Yeah. And then within those big goals you have this the sub like the minimal goals. Yeah. And those are the ones that you can insert into 2018, 2019, 2020. As part of the bigger picture. As part of the bigger picture. Yeah. That's how I personally tend to do it. I don't have a problem with how people, you know, do it once, you know, every year. It, to me it is a little bit like why are you waiting? for the end of the year to make Well, that's the goal. thing is interesting because I've, I've also noticed a little bit of a trend because what I started to used to do quite a few years back is if I had thought I wanted to start something new in yeah. the new year, yeah. I'd kind of start it sometime in December yeah. to try and get the momentum going. So at least come the first, I'm not like, oh, today's the first, I'm going to start it. Yeah. Um, But I've noticed a lot of people have like, retracted from even talking about Just setting me- a goal. Perception. I actually think the word goal is getting a bit of a, a, a tarnish on it. It's, it's perceived as dorky. Yeah, it's just like... The more people you speak to, they're kind of like... They almost rubbish it. It's like, oh, I don't even make goals. It's, yeah. yeah. It is a bit Gary, and I, and I think Gary V-esque as well. It's like, don't make goal. Don't wait for the end of the year to make a goal or anything yes, like that, which is I, fine. Yeah, but I think that the, the industry of... Um, these motivational speaker type industry and stuff, I think have tarnished the goal. Yeah. The whole hustle slash be, business. Be on thing, all the time. On all the time has just tarnished that whole thing. Yeah. That I don't agree with. I don't agree with being on all the time. I don't think, and no. again, without repeating myself all the time with periodization, it doesn't work. No. There's no such thing as being on all the time. If they, if you actually scientifically break down how you perform, you are not on all the all time. All the time. So it, it does, it, again, it does make a difference in maybe making goals at yeah. the end of a year for the new year and use that downtime to make those goals, I yeah. guess, you know? so Yeah, I tried to steer away from the whole goal thing. I, years and years ago, I used to do it and I used to write them all down, but I, I stopped doing all of that and I didn't feel like it was a functional exercise. What I why, why is it? What do you think? Well, I used to write... I think I know the answer, but I just wanted to... Just well, no, I used to write down, you know, four or five goals. So originally it started off like I'd write down like, you know, four or five, maybe three, say three to five goals of like, this is what I want to achieve. One, two, three, four. Real typical time-based, all this stuff, right? Yeah. And nothing would happen. 
As in, you got to the 31st of that year and, and nothing happened? And wouldn't achieve those. Yeah. One, it was either set them way, way too high and had no strategy in place in order to get them. That's Probably right. two, I had my head in my, up my ass and in the clouds, <laughs> so I was dreaming too much for a young guy who literally had nothing. So what was I going to achieve this super huge goal? Like, you got to be real. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, um, especially in their real early 20s, coming up with the way that the world perceives is you can achieve if you believe you can achieve anything in your dreams and anything you want it's like stuff really takes work it takes a long time it, it takes like a you, long time and you, you can, said it as well it's strategy a lot of people don't have strategy yeah, you for have goals. you have to you have to people, have a plan a lot of people have like say a fitness goal yeah. a lot of people will say look i want to accomplish this in my business so then i can then do this so then once i've done that i can then do that yeah you go okay well what's the strategy behind the either very first start of yep. that goal because if you don't achieve that, then those next three things that are down your list, it's by default are going yeah. to fail. And I think, and to your point where you have like, you know, these four to eight year goals, mm-hmm. what I tend to find is those really big ones that would take a long period of time, as long as I keep it at like my North Star, mm-hmm. usually things happen, you know? Yeah. Because, um, because things get in the way as yeah, well. Just general, just general, just general stuff. stuff get in the way. Um, so I stopped doing that. And then what I ended up, kind of changing was that i'd look at a few different cares and like well what do i really want for like if i if i really want to be healthy and i want to prioritize that year what, what would i like to get out of that so i'd kind of like have three or four rather than goals that have three or four focus areas in my life and i'd try and say well how can i improve these areas yeah and then that started to work a little bit better but still wasn't you know what i thought was good so now what i've been doing in the last two or three years is i really just say well what what theme would i like this year to have yeah i just pick a theme and i'm like what do you mean by theme, though? Uh, well, I say something along the lines like of like, um, say, 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 for example, if um, someone's got a lot of, uh, I'm just trying to pick an example for someone right now. So someone's, for example, has got um, challenging friendships, right? Okay. Uh, and then they, or if they're, if they're okay, finding see, that, yeah, they, yeah. say if they're having challenging friendships or if they're having, um, turmoil within themselves right and they, they find that they're too harsh on themselves they might say well this year's gonna be the time of like contentness or forgiveness or forgiveness or, or it's just gonna be a theme so which means that it, throughout the whole year everything that they try and do just focuses on I achieving like that. that theme like so, that. so it means being, if you have an interaction with someone being better at that be theme. better at that theme of your life yeah right? I like that. that's good um and for some people it could be like and it's not saying, well, this year's theme is going to be money. It's like, no, no, no. That's this year's theme. theme might be. That's everyone's This theme. year's theme might be um, fulfillment, which means I'm going to look for things that are going to make me feel fulfilled. Yeah. And it could be reading more books. It could be taking up painting. It could be. Um, a theme can also learning be a new instrument. Well. It could be, you know, just joining a charity and giving some of your time up a little bit, just yeah. so you can contribute to the yeah, whole it, thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a giving thing as well. It could be a selfish thing as well. Of like course. a thing could be be more selfishness. Well, this year's theme for me is more about focusing on me and my family. Yeah, and that for me is a theme. And yeah. I'm like, look, and it's not because I've always more so than what you would normally do. More than what I would normally do, which yeah. means it's kind of like my north star. Now I'm saying, yeah. right, so everything I want to do really is going to be about how can I enrich my family's life more. Yeah. Whether it be travel a little bit more with them, whether it be have like a weekend trip away and spend quality time with them, it means it's that very important. And I try and be very present with my family now, but saying, 
that you're, if you're I'm more sitting aware with of them, yeah. just be very aware okay. of it because present. my theme is about being selfish for my family so I can be sit there and be present with them. Yeah. So that would be like the theme I think thing. That, I think that should be a goal with most people, personally. Yeah. I think whether you, whether you have a family or whether you are a part of a family, you might be a 17 or 18-year-old, just be more aware of the people that are sitting around the dinner table with you on a consistent basis. Yeah. I think... I think personally, that's a real good base foundation level to improving any kind of goal that you well, might have. Well, that was mine last year, is just be like more, it's almost like present, like more... Well, present around those people that are with you all the time. Because yeah. they're, they're the people that are going to see you day in, day out. They're yeah. the people that you're not going to um, necessarily change your um, your persona. Not that you would change your persona around other people, but you're, you're always going to be yourself yeah. in front of your wife and kids, your brother and sister, or whatever, the, the people that sit around you at that dinner table yeah. every day. When you go and meet up with your grandma or your mate or the person next door, the mate from uni, whatever it is, you put on, not a, not a front, but you put on a bit of a... There's a different personality. There's a different personality. So, there is. And that's, and that's natural. You've got to do that sometimes yeah. because that's just relationships and self. But I think with regards to setting good goals yeah. or setting, um, like you said, a good theme, yeah. I think it starts with the people that you sit around. The, and I use it to the term sitting around the dinner sitting table. Sitting around the dinner table. Because they're, they're, they're the people that you're always true to yeah because you're going to come you're going to come in the door some days and you're going to be feeling great some days you're not going to be feeling that great but if you're present and you evaluate how you are in front of those people you know there's just this thing that happens where you you just get better yeah. at you know being, I, I, being a bit more present a hundred percent and it was quite interesting because the other day um and i know i talk about twitter every now and then quite a bit but i just love being on twitter but one of the, one of the um, authors that I really enjoy reading books from is a guy called Austin Kleon. Mm-hmm. He was the one who writes... Um, you bought wrote... a few of his books. Sorry? You've bought a few of his Yeah, books. so I've got um, that book, Keep Going, and then there's another one called Show Your Work, right? Yeah. yeah I see him as uh, probably one of my... Because f- I don't really follow a lot of artists yeah. as such, like different types of artists, but I see him, him certainly as an artist, and I say he's probably one of my favorite artists slash writers. But one part out of his book was he had like uh, a book uh, insert in one of his books and it has like seconds, days, weeks, months, quarters, years and he's got them all crossed out, like all the words. And then next to it, he's got heartbeats, sunrises, moon phases, seasons and the return of spring. So rather than looking at seconds, look at feel like heartbeats. Rather than look at days, look at sunrises, weeks, moons, phases, quarters, seasons, years, the return of spring. It's the same thing. He just replaced it with different words. It's really just replacing it with a different word, but making you actually, rather than look at the time, you're looking at the moment. Yeah. Um, And I think I had alluded to that when we were talking about our wedding speeches episode, (laughs) when I was saying just stop and be present in the moment. Yeah, it's 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 Um, very valuable. I think it's really valuable. A lot of people don't do it though. Oh, no, no, I do. And I say, no, really, actually, it actually really... It takes physical time. Yes. Like when I say physical time, like four or five seconds, but of actual present physical time of sitting down and going, okay. And just stopping. Just stopping, you know, and really taking in everything that's That's around you. That's right. And I think if anybody, if I can kind of encourage anybody to pick up any kind of theme, it would be the present one. It's really, I think that... It's a good good foundation. It's a very good foundation to start. And it's like just, just stopping looking around at what's around you and mm-hmm. just kind of taking it in. Like yeah. l- just whether it's the smallest of smallest details. Like if I'm sitting here looking looking into the mic talking to you now and I'm like, I can see all the little dots on the pop filter that's sitting in front of the mic. Yeah. When you sit here and you look at them, when you walk away, you're genuinely likely to remember the moment more 
because you've stopped and actually observed a particular detail in it. It's a yeah. good place to start. Yeah. And I'd certainly encourage people to do that. So I think the kind of, uh, the, the point I was probably trying to make was, is there value in uh, resolutions and goals? Probably for some people there are. Um, but to me, I think I've found having a theme yeah. seems to be something that's working so far. Yeah. Um, I like the theme. You know, with that being said, now I'm kind of now that I've gone, I've got that that theme foundation. I'm now looking at what's my five to ten year. What do I? Where do I see myself five to ten years? Because five to ten years, I'll be like, I'll certainly be forty. Within it's scarier. Years. Uh, that's um, that's generally, um, and how... it's more of a serious requirement of goal setting because it's like in in ten years time, I'll be forty three. Yeah, I mean, I'm thirty three now, and forty three sounds. Like, oh my God. Older. I'm when, I, when I'm turned 43, I'm sure I'll look back and be like, fuck, I can tell you something. 53, I'm 43, I'm young. It's all, yeah. Um, it's, it's all, all relative. Yeah. But, I, I encourage- you know, 43 is still 43. And yeah. someone who's 33, I'm now looking, I'm going, well, okay, 43, that's potentially statistically halfway through a typical man's life. Yeah. Um, you know, what? what's coming after that? Because in 10 years' time, my son will be 18. Yeah. He'll be an adult. He'll yeah. be starting his own life. Like, and I've, what, I, and I've lived through 10 years of of marriage now. Yeah. And if I repeat that now, my son will be grown up and an adult. He'll be ready to move out. Yeah, just like that. And like that's, 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 that's the realism. Like it's really hitting me like where I'm like, what do I, what, what is going to happen in the next 10 years of life? That's where I, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I, what I like about goal setting. I don't particularly set personally i don't particularly set like yearly goals i like to look back and i started this when i was probably about 20 i think yeah and i don't think i did this because i read a book or anything like that i just again because it came in line with the whole periodization thing um because at that time the periodization model was almost like a bible to me in a sense um i started to go i remember my my first set of goals um was obviously uh getting getting married buying a house uh business and then having a baby yeah. within a four to eight year period. Yeah. And I knew that they weren't, they weren't all going to happen in a chronological order. I knew yeah. some might happen within maybe before before one or another. I wasn't sure. Yeah. But then within those four to eight years, you can kind of be like, okay, well, now I'm doing this. Now I'm studying this. And then once I finish this, I can then focus on this aspect of it or now we're getting planning for a wedding and so on and so on. Yeah. Um, but I think having, looking in it in say a five or a 10. I think 10 years definitely like the, the furthest you can go, but yeah. just to say five to eight years, I would encourage people to do that because then you go, this is what I want to do in five to eight years time. Then what are the smaller goals that mm. I would like to achieve yeah. within those eight year periods? And it doesn't have to be, okay, well then that goal I'll do for 2018 and that goal I'll do for 2019. No. It can just happen at any time. And yeah. you can switch. It's just as long as you're true to yourself yeah. so that within that Five to ten, five to eight year period that you attempt or at least try and accomplish yeah. the majority of those goals within yeah, the five I to agree. eight year period. And it also takes out that false notion of well, I'm looking at the timer now, the clock now, and I've got X number of days before this goal has to be achieved. It's like it takes it essence, takes that out. It takes the essence of failure. Out. And some people yeah. might be like, oh well, it's a very defeatist attitude. You're not pushing. It's actually it. not though. You're it's not strategic. Yourself. It's strategic. strategic. It's being realistic. Yes. It's being a realist that. Sometimes things just happen. You yeah. might be have all these goals of I want to do this, I want to travel, I want to go here, and I want to build this business, and then your boss comes in and says, "Oh, hey, thanks very much for everything, but you're being made redundant." Yeah, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, "Start again." Shit. Yeah, that wasn't out of my control. Yeah, 
Like I couldn't, there's nothing I could have done for that. Now yep. all of a sudden I might get a new job, but it might be in a completely different area of Sydney. So travels yep. more, less time with my family, or it might be a little bit less pay. That's right. It might be a, it might be a job that requires you to travel like interstate more. It, yep. it, things change, things which change. all of a sudden those goals you set the for 2020 actually get impacted. Yeah. Those, but the eight year plan won't. Exactly right. Not at least at large anyway, or it actually might be impacted, but that, occurrence might have been required in order for you to get that eight year thing and it's not until you get to the eight year thing you look back and go it's actually lucky i made redundant because it kind of led to another thing allowed me me to do this or invest in that actually i had three months at home with my kids looking for a job and i ended up stumbling across this other opportunity yes and things like the short-term view doesn't allow you to see that and navigate that well i think it's very narrow-minded person that's why i don't do yearly goals because you're like this year i want to do this yeah there are so many that every day you are faced with an opportunity. Yeah. doesn't matter whether you are in a job with the same people day in, day out, or whether you're, you have different clients yeah. or whatever it might be, you are, you, people don't realize. And if you are aware, taking some, you know, page out of your book and being in present in the moment, opportunities are thrown at you all, all the, the time. time. It's whether you are present enough yeah. to take it in yeah. and then action it. Yeah. If you are only looking at the one goal, or maybe let's just say the three goals, yeah. it's very tunnel vision. Yeah. You're not looking at the potential exits yeah. there are in the tunnel to then maybe veer back into the yeah. original tunnel. And one of the interesting things is, had I have been sitting here now, if this was my 20-year-old self yeah. having this conversation with you now, mm-hmm. I'd be in total disagreement with you. You probably would. And, and but the thing is, I would is too. It, I would be in yeah. disagreement with myself. I'd be looking at myself like, dude, why'd you change, Ivan? Like, why are you talking like this? It's such a. It's you I'd grew be up. looking at my twenty-year-old self because <laughs> you be like, up, that's why. I'd be like, you're just old. Like, it's such a, it's such a given-up mentality. But it's yeah. actually not because, having looked back, I look at my twenty-year-old self and I'm like, you're a poor bloke. Like, well, he doesn't know anything. You don't, you don't really just know yet. Like, yeah, exactly. Wait till life gives you a good a smack in the mouth. A lot's going to change in thirteen years, yeah, mate. And yeah. and your little views and goals and and. And stuff like that is cute. Um, cool story, but uh, cool story, little Ivan. Yeah, but, but he, it, he's a good life changer. Yeah, and, and it's it's really like that. Yeah. And I think, and I think it, it, this is kind of you know when people say, "Oh, like oh, you really notice the difference between feeling young and feeling old," and you look at older people. Like we're not old; we're like in our thirties. But someone who's in their late teens and or early twenties would look at us and be like, "Oh, they're older." Mm-hmm. So that that's what creates the gap. It's like that dialogue, that conversation, things like this now, where they're like, "But you don't understand. Like, I'm okay. different. Like, let, my life's different because I'm I'm like a different twenty year old. I've got you, different let, views." Let me right? give you a, just a small hypothetical without going too crazy into it. Without not, oh, what would you change differently? But let's just say you're speaking to twenty year old Ivan now. Yep. And you can't change his trajectory into right now. Yep. But what are three things? Twenty years old. Or 21, whatever. Like, what are you? You're 33 now. 33. So let's say 23-year-old Ivan. Yeah. Okay. You can't change his trajectory. Everything's going to lead to where you are right now. Uh, what? Are, how would you change his, like, goal setting so that it has a bit more structure to it? Uh, and he's going to listen to you because he's like, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, shit. This guy's like an older person like I me. probably would have hoarded copious amounts of savings as much as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. I think that that's very important. Mm-hmm. And I don't talk about, oh, so I can go and like invest in the top 500. Like, no, 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 just just literally just like be very conscious and, and save as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I probably would have bought, you know, the 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 tiniest the tiniest and cheapest of houses anywhere I possibly could have at mm-hmm. such a, at a much more younger age mm-hmm. because looking back now had I've made certain um, choices I probably could have done that mm-hmm. um, I'd probably take it a few years even before that I think I spent a lot of time studying and um, probably chasing a lot of bigger goals that I would never have been able to achieve just because my life wasn't positioned for that. Mm-hmm. And not only that, my life at the time wouldn't have been ready to accept any of those goals had they have manifested anyway. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't mature enough to be able to live that through. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. They're like, oh, I've got this big goal. It's like, but really, if it landed in your lap right now, could you actually hold on to it and keep oh, it? No, Probably not. No. You know, and it comes down because to this whole all, view. Comes, of, it comes down to experiences as 100%. well. Percent. You got to be. You, life teaches so you, you, you a way strong. to actually keep onto what you've yeah. got. You could be strong, and if someone says, "Okay, let's do this two hundred kilogram um, deadlift," you're like, "Well, I'm strong, but I haven't built up to That's it yet." Right. You might be able to really wing it, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Something might snap on the way, but you're strong, but you're not. You haven't built up that. Yeah. That um experience. Yet. That's right. So for me, it's probably would have been a lot more just smarter in general to save. I think saving is very important. Um, even the smallest amounts, I think is very important. Um, and and I mean, when I look back then anyway, I mean, my first job wasn't the highest paying job anyway, like most grads that come out of mm-hmm. uni anyway. So you're saying as in have more of a structure? More with- of a structure and just save a bit more, but that's probably, that wouldn't be the highest rated one because that's still very material and, yeah. and monetary. It's, I, I'm not looking at it as though that's the epitome of everything. It's more just be strategic. I think the other thing would have been probably travel a little bit mm-hmm. and experience different things, especially in the early days. Because don't forget, like at 23 years old, I was planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was married at 24 mm-hmm. um, and we had, a, my, my son was born when I was 24 years old. Mm-hmm. So I think probably taking a few years back before that, I probably would have scaled back maybe the size of the wedding and then use some of that money to save mm-hmm. and travel a little bit more and just experience different things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably wouldn't have spent so much time studying at uni the way I would have. I'd probably scale back some of that a little bit more and experience more of the world and life in general. Um, Okay. Probably would have liked to have sustained more of a healthy life habits, maybe about setting myself that, up for that, now. That's a true. That's I, it. Mm, always changes, changes, but I think I know it changes all the time. But I think well, you're not obviously. If someone says haven't seen you're not you know obese. No, I know that, but you I'm certainly I mean? not like, fit you, and healthy. I would yeah, have thought you, if you, I could. You don't look unhealthy, but at all. No, I know, but I think maybe just some health things probably would have been. I, I think I think you're maybe being a bit harsh on yourself there. Nah, kind of. I don't know. I just think everyone always everyone wants to always feel like they're in peak condition. Everyone I, know, I mean, I don't mean being in peak. Just I think having established habits. Oh, habits. That okay. you know that. But again, that's trivial. Maybe I'm putting my 20 year old hat back on. I don't know. <laughs> to me, to me, I think just being. If I really want to be honest with myself, you and the listeners, it's really coming down to like probably experiencing more of life. Probably traveling a little bit more would have been nice. Um, probably not focusing so much on the short-term vision and the whole goal thing and just pushing that aside and being more present in the moment back then. Mm-hmm. Probably doing things that enrich my life and other lives more. So yeah. doing something that actually gives back somehow yeah. um, and doing that where I can make friends and build build out good, close friendship community networks that might actually be a part of my life now that enrich my life maybe i don't know 
Maybe. I, I don't know. Interesting. Okay. But I think it, it certainly wouldn't have been the whole, you know, writing down the top three goal type Ivan. Yeah. I think things would have changed. Yeah. Um, I don't regret things because it led me to where I am now. Yeah. I can't, you can't go back in life and punch everything that you no, previously that's, that's, did. No, that's pointless. You know, I, I, I'm certainly very fortunate. You know, 33 years old, um, i got a roof over my head. I've got a wife, three kids. You know, we're healthy. i got, you know, a good job. Yeah. Um, career-wise, I've built out, you know, a good career. And I'm pretty sure if 23-year-old um, Ivan could see that, he'd be like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Like, of course. You know. Most people, some people yeah. are starting life at 30, in their 30s. Exactly. You know, um, so I think I'm certainly grateful for everything I've got, but I think if I'm looking at the rawness of everything, there is certainly some things I probably would have changed. And if I reflect more, I'm sure there's a lot of other things I probably would have yeah. done as well. But, you know, hindsight's a bitch. One of those things you can look back and always say. <laughs> hindsight's a bitch. But, yeah. You know, it's not bad. No. What about you? Um, it was funny as as you were saying that. For, for me, I you know I was I think probably the biggest thing for me was I think I wish I was a bit more selfish. That's a good one. Um, just with like even like finishing school, going, I was always like, I guess I always felt like I needed to. Um, uh, what's the right word? Not not necessarily make people happy. Yeah. But I was other people were always in my thoughts. Yeah. Um, my wife included yeah. is right and and I don't regret that by all means but I feel like real deep down selfish stuff yeah. for me I, I never like for a, even still almost to this day I was never yeah. really selfish a selfish person yeah. and I, I'm even saying it I even sound I even feel like oh, what a dickhead what no, saying not at all though that's what I meant by the theme of this year is being selfish it's not the it's not the selfish version of selfish yeah it's more self first to do things for yourself first yeah and I'd, I'd loot, I'd kind of still one of yours is, is a travel bit. Yeah. Because the, the, the selfishness was always like, I had always other people's goals became my goals yeah. as well. And, you know, you did in, I think, I guess I did the classical, you know, get married and, and, um, you know, uh, uh, build a house and have a baby and all those things I don't regret. Definitely, definitely yeah. still would have done it at some point, but maybe with a, a, a possible, maybe a year or two delay, yeah. um, to do, like maybe travel or like I see a lot of people now and I was speaking about this, uh, speaking to um, family about this and you see a lot of kids now, especially a lot of clients of mine who have kids and they're talking about it and they're all saving a lot of money for this big Europe trip or, you know, an African trip or a yeah. South American track and they're going away to, um, for eight, 10 weeks in a time. Yeah. They're saving this chunk 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 of money yeah and i'm and, I, and i'm thinking to myself this is the bit where i was glad what i did which was save a lot of money yeah so that i can do my house and wedding and business and all yeah. that kind of stuff um and that i wouldn't change but i i was speaking to to family friends and clients if i see that bug in my kids yeah that they want to travel yeah i'm going to stop them with like with the handbrake yeah. and say don't save your money yeah Right, like as in, like save your money, but don't spend it on that. Yeah. I would rather them go. Where do you want to go? Oh, I really want to see Europe. I would rather you go and live in Europe for a year or two and see Europe that way. Okay, live by yourself because yeah. I think there's a lot of. I, I didn't mean, think you were going to say that. I was like, well, yeah. where, where are you I going would, with this? I would have never. I would have never. My twenty-three-year-old self, twenty-two-year-old self, would have never said that. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, but I think. Again, when I speak about opportunities and being present in the moment, and when you're yeah. in a different country, and all of a sudden you're as responsible for your own cleaning, your food, your rent, when you're living in some random apartment in London or Ireland, and you're like 
saving, you know, bits of monies to, to go away on a weekend to Spain or yeah, a weekend to Italy. That's right. I think there's more value in that yeah. because you're getting the you value. You become a citizen of the world. You become a citizen of the world. You, It teaches you things like saving money yeah. because if you don't save your money and you do go out on a big bender and your yeah. rent is due, they're going to yeah. kick you out. Yeah. Right? So if you're on the other side of the world, you have a bit more responsibility for yeah. that. So, and you're going to learn those lessons here at home anyway, yeah. but a different version of it. Yeah. But being able to do that in another country and while you're is traveling a abroad game. is a different ball game. It's a different experience. And, not, and, not, and I'm not saying that I would have done that. I would have, if I... And I didn't even have travel bug then, but I've, I guess I got the travel bug now in a sense. But you know, naturally tied down with businesses and and my kids, and they're my first priority, anyways. And I'll eventually get there. Yeah, because I'm only thirty, you know, thirty two, thirty two years old. So, but my advice to those kids would be, don't save that big chunk of money, fifty, sixty grand, whatever it is, and go on a ten week holiday. Yeah, use that to, you know, invest in something for yourself back at home. Yeah, but experience the world yeah and that's a very selfish thing to do 100 percent. i think it takes a lot of courage and i know there are people out there who do that and i'm like i i respect those who because to me that's a very mature decision to make yeah for someone who's in their early 20s it's also a very selfish thing to do it definitely is just dropping everything 100 and i've seen a lot of cases of people go overseas and then they're ringing back home mommy and daddy to, to, to Sorry, guys. Someone, someone's. Uh, <laughs> that was <revving>. a car. <laughs> um, that was a very loud car. Um, uh, what was that with that? that was call back when they're overseas. Yeah, they, and they call, call back, back and call back mum and dad, mum and dad, and say, "Mom, I'm out of money." And yeah. you know, and that's part of the learning curve as well, because that's a very, again, very selfish thing to do. Because yeah. all of a sudden, you've told your parents, you told your friends, family, and friends, "I'm going overseas. I'm yeah. doing my own thing." But then. You know, eight weeks later, you're you know you're ringing in for your parents to wire you some money. Yeah. You know, but that is as well is a thing. So, anyways, going back to essentially me, it'd be a bit more selfish because if I was a bit more selfish, I'd like to see where where I would go with my brain in yeah. terms of being more selfish. Yeah. Apart from that, I don't I can't like I'm really happy with everything that that there is at the moment i'm glad i'm i'm really really happy and i think you'd um you know attest to it as well having kids at such a young age i was about to say that and i love the fact that my my boys are getting older yeah and i'm 32 and i love the fact that when i'm like 35 36 they're like 11 and 9 years of age yeah and that to me is like now now i'm in the cockpit of some not i'm not in a dry not i'm not in a dry like yeah. i'm not in a car i'm in a cockpit i'm flying somewhere and i feel like you know on a, not on a physical standpoint but on a mental standpoint when you're in your like mid to late 30s it's kind of like when the clutch meets the the accelerator right yeah. it's like it's that perfect timing of point. your your brain is like matured enough it's experienced certain life stuff yep. and at the same time you're not old to experience like different yeah. things as well so i'm really happy i with, agree with everything that i've done but i think if i if i could think of one thing i can't think of three at the moment maybe if i reflect more I'd, yeah i'd be able to think about it more deeply but selfishness being yeah. a bit more selfish with the stuff that i wanted to do yeah you know what i mean not that anyone again i'm not saying that people brought me the other way because some people came up with good ideas and i'm like oh shit i like that i yeah. think i might do that too but i really being selfish i agree and i 23, think 23 would be uh 22 23 would be a bit more um i think I, I wish i was a bit more 22 23 year old when i was making my decisions as opposed to being 40 i felt like i was in a 40 year old man 40 year old man's brain when i was 23 years old yes i was making extremely mature decisions 
which I don't regret, but I kind of think, I wonder what that 22-year-old yeah. or 23-year-old brain would have done in a 23-year-old yeah. body. Yeah, I, I, I agree <laughs> with everything you said. And I think the well, I was also going to say the same thing about, I mean, ha- the benefits of starting a family very young is that, you know, when my son turns 18, I'll be like 43, 42 that's, ro- that's rocking it, man. That's uh, the best. 40, I'll be 43. And I'll, so my wife will be 40 and our son will be 18. That's awesome. Um, like you know that, the best young, part about right? that is the best part about that is you're not old no. enough to not be in his in his wavelength to, to tell him no 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 dude listen up you're 18 yeah. shut your mouth I'm not old I'm not like I'm not grandpa I'm not yes. with I'm not with it's the like, times I'm still young dude you're still just young, like listen up you know what I mean um, so I think there's a huge benefit that I'm yeah. like, we're not encouraging our listeners to go out there and start having kids out no. like but if you're thinking about it it's not it's, a bad it's thing, not a bad thing because to do. what happens is is because you get to a point when you're in your 30s where you start to establish career and stuff and then you because you often see a lot of these people in like their 50s and 55 they start to do like their trips with their family friends right and they yeah. go and travel yeah because um, they got the money but sometimes now. their kids are still tagging along too be- oh yeah because the kids are still young still young they might them, be like 14 15 years old but had them late but when i'm whereas, 50 man well, these 50, kids are- <laughs> life's kid, like you know or even in 40s like mid 40s it's like you're gonna feel like some people are still just having kids at forty. No, I couldn't. Um, do that. That's I one mean, thing. if that's what they do, that you know, that's fine. But uh, and I'm certainly not knocking them. It's more just kind of talking from the context of, of of our situation. I think the benefit of having family young is you'll be a young parent, yeah. and I think you still get the opportunity to live your life while you're still feeling youthful and everything. Definitely, but you don't have to worry about the kids stuff you don't have to worry about well i'm nappies. starting kindergarten now you're yeah. changing nappy you're, not you're holding, changing you're not holding now. Hand. you're not holding hands now you're not you know putting latches on cupboards and doors and stuff like that no, definitely not. um that's all done that's done you really really get to start and you, you try really and tell get... people this it's like and then and and again i'm not knocking people that have kids or start a family late because everyone's everyone's experience or um situations are different yeah but um yeah, I think it's so much different when you're in your mid to late thirties, and even when you have a, an eleven or a twelve year old, really, you're not really like you're more guiding them. Yeah, you're not changing nappies, you're not putting food out for them, you're not changing their clothes, you're not giving them showers, you're not holding their hand. They're probably catching the bus to school. Yeah, they're probably you know going away with their friends on weekends, riding bikes. You don't physically have to be you know chewing up a lot of your own time. Yeah, and I think when you're in your mid thirties, mid to late thirties, or even early forties for yeah. that for that matter, if you've had kids, you've started having kids in say your early thirties, you're just in, you're in a different different sphere yeah that's what i think i think so too i think so too so that's if i could so looking back at my 20s i wouldn't change a thing man no <laughs> no honestly i wouldn't no honestly, like, I, honestly know, I, I wouldn't change a thing except no. for selfishness I, I would be a bit it, more selfish a bit more selfish making decisions more for self even if it was i was i think that if i'm thinking about it now as i'm talking i think i was more afraid of making a selfish decision in case it backfired i think that's i think if i'm being reflective and honest right now backfired on yourself yeah, if I let's just say I'm like, you know what, I really want to, I don't know, start a jet ski business or some something stupid that yeah. a 22 year old might do, right? Because you all of a sudden you're like jet skis and then it bombs in the ass big time. Yeah. You invested, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and you look back and go, ah, what a dickhead, what yeah. I do that for? You know what I mean? Like, that's probably what I was maybe afraid of. I was afraid yeah. of the afraid of the the fall. Yeah. So I'm like, let's let's do the uh, the white picket fence um, uh, plan. Yeah. Because it's safer. Yeah. That's not being selfish. That's just being safe. 
I think I think if I look back now, yeah, it's a combination of um, being a bit more selfish and less safe. Yeah. If they were kind of like the same thing. Poss- yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, if I agree. I know what you mean. <laughs> I, to me, I think... Um, yeah, if I was kind of looking at it, it'd be more of me thinking I feel like I have to live up to certain expectations, yeah. whether it be of like, you know, family expectations, life's expectations, what society would think, what what's the best way for that's, me that's to be I mean as, as well. an expectation. It's, that's what I mean by the selfishness. I felt like I tried Every... to live up to a lot of expectations Tation. rather than me say, well, what is Ivan actually want that's the selfish what part. do you, what if i was to look myself in the mirror back then and be like what do you really want what forget what your parents think forget what society thinks, thinks forget what you know just in general people would think and it's yeah. what do i really want if i had the choice now for me to really do it what would i really want to do in this moment yeah with any even if it disappoints people still what would you do yeah and i think i would have probably if i have to look back then i probably would have liked to have spent a good 12 months exploring what yeah. that meant. Yeah. That's probably what I'd come down to. Yeah, fair enough. I'd, that's essentially, like what, that's spend, essentially what I've said yeah, as well. You spend 12 months exploring whether that be traveling. You just put a time on it, 12 months, which I think is, is reasonable. It's just give yourself give yourself a year, to just, whether it be a year plus or minus six months or two years. I don't know. Anything between zero to 12 Just some months. time where you just you, you don't put the pressure on yourself when, to live to when you're young and you know that you can go and, and work, in, work somewhere and still make enough money for you to just cover your minimum expenses, but you've still got the luxury of no responsibility to sit there and say what do I really want out of my life and what where do I want to at least what direction because you're not going to know where do you, what do you want out of your life because you can't decide that at 20 life's freaking long it's just what direction what kind of person do I want to be what yeah. kind of life do I want to live yeah and giving yourself 12 months of time to explore what that means yeah whether it be traveling whether it be busking whether it be whatever anything it doesn't matter like jumping out of a plane like yeah i don't know just anything just exploring yeah, no. i think we're the wins. last of our era as well i think we're i think the, ex- the expectation part about what we were supposed to do what it's perceived as the right thing to do what to study how much to save that all comes from the or how we brought up essentially th- and how our parents were brought up as yes. well and i think our younger generation now are coming uh, up with going the, the other mentality direction. of the let's explore explore um and but then, i think th- it's important as parents because it's i still i know that i still have to battle old views that i still hold for me personally yeah that where i sometimes i'll have the view and then as soon as i've expressed it or thought about it i stop and go but do I really feel like that? Or is that something that's imprinted from how I've been brought up? I think it's a bit of both. I and think I like- often try and question that because I can see my kids growing up to have some sort of traits like me. And then I look at other kids and I can see they're growing up with the whole, with the newer age traits, which is let's explore and be free. I think there's a fine balance though. And I think our generation is at that crossroads. We are at the crossroads. We're at that We're crossroads at the where the fine balance of take. traditional values yes. and Let's just use the term exploring, whatever that may be, right? And I think it's I think if we have a hybrid um, version of that of travel and traditional, or sorry, sorry, explore and traditional values, I think our kids, that generation, is going to benefit more from it. Yeah, I. It's more our kids' kids. I think true, but I also think we're at that fork, that crossroads now. I still think there's another crossroads fork after that one. After which, what, the kids' kids or our, or our just our kids? kids? No, I don't think so. I think our values, or I disagree, sorry. I, I, I would say that those 
core old values that you have. Um, if you kind of maybe strip back the onion layers of it, there's mm. probably still some truth to it that you will still implement. Yeah. You won't have the full strictness of it, but you'll kind of hybridize that with the new age exploring values, I would yeah. say. That's what I that's what I think personally. Yeah. And I think the world's kind of positioned to allow people to explore that way as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, compared to what we probably had grown up with, I think there's a lot more... I know I sound old saying this, but there, to me, there's a lot more opportunities now for oh, that to be endless, explored. Just the simple act of us sitting here having this conversation and now sharing it with the world um, allows us to explore different topics and reach different people and have these different conversations and learn new things and other people to learn new things. Yeah. But it's back in the day, like you, you, know, you have dial-up internet and it's it just, was limited. It just didn't happen. It I had was this limited. Co- I had this conversation with you about a family friend of mine. I went obviously going into details yeah. to kind of keep it um, uh, private, but she was talking about like, oh, I don't know what to do in yeah. school and this and that and whether I go to uni or not and whatever. And and now I'm thinking that I was trying to be really like, um, uh, I guess I'm trying trying to be helpful. Yeah. But then at the same time as she's talking, I'm in back of my brain. I'm like. You have so no much idea the amount of opportunity there is. The conversation right that I remember you kind of briefly just. You touched remember the conversation? On, I remember you right? briefly yeah. touched on it, and you didn't go into a lot of details. But to me, the that a conversation where you have with someone like, and they're in, say they're I don't know they're probably like say between sixteen and eighteen or fifteen and eighteen, 16, somewhere yeah, around 16, about that 16, age group, 16 right? Sixteen to nineteen, I'd say. For someone who's that age to be like, oh, I, don't I, I really do. don't know what to do. To me, like the fire and spark inside that. To be that age and have that problem, because it's not a problem. But you see... That is such an exciting time because there's so much opportunity out there. But they can't see that. They can't see that as well because their parents or their guiders... Generation. That's what I mean by different forks. They're the tail end of our parents' generation. Yes, which was that whole fork that that we were talking about. And I think as parents, we need to be able to put on our millennial hat more. Yes, and allow and kind of get in tune with what's current now. Um, Irrespective of your core traditional values. Yes. And I think that's what's going to benefit benefit. As, as hard as that may be for a lot of parents who are like, no, 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 you have to do this and you have to study that and you have to get a nine to five and you got you, you just you, you got just, it. You got and that's they're, they're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just you have to be able to, like you said, put the millennial hat on and go, Yeah, let's let's experiment with this. Let's yep. explore this. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's an exciting time. 2020, um, it's got a good ring to it. I think so, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I think it, it certainly has a, a, a good ring to it. I know this year is going to be one of, uh, I feel like it's going to be one of reasonable size change, which is good. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of positive things I feel like are going to come out of this. And I, I don't know, I'm, overall, I'm, I'm feeling probably more content than I would have thought I would. Um, and, I, and I'm kind of excited. I'm looking forward to being able to focus more on like things that I want to do for me and for myself even something as simple as writing more yeah like just having us having and there's nothing wrong with setting if that was just to be that one goal mm. for 2020 I want to write more yeah I think well for us as simple something as simple as this podcast yeah but I think a lot of people podcast, feel like when but... they write a goals even though they're not, they're not sharing it with everybody now because it's not cool yeah right a lot of people feel like they've got this long page and they've got to write like 12, 15 nah. things. If you, if it is, Give I want to blog more, Yeah, that's it. That, honestly, people don't realize yeah. 
that that one thing is enough for one year. It's not, yeah. oh, um, it's a defeatist mentality. I'm not setting enough goals. I'm not challenging myself enough. Or I'm not pushing myself. It leaves some doors open. Just set. I would say set absolute max three goals. Max. max. I would probably go with one personally. Yeah. One goal for the year. I want to write more. To me, the, th- the theme thing works quite well. Because th- you, you can know, fit whatever the you themes, want. But I've never thought of the theme yeah. as that. Like I, I think con- subconsciously I've kind of probably been doing that. Yep. But to just go, you know, t- this year I want to focus on uh, selflessness yep. or, um, you know, ex- exploration or whatever. Yep. Being present. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. I think so. I didn't think that's a good one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a, a bit of a reflection for me, actually. I don't think <laughs> I've been present in a podcast as much as I have now. I kind of... I think the listeners will get an idea of where we, where, what type of people we are more and more as they listen I to think us so. more. Yeah. Because um, at face value, you switch on a podcast and you listen to it and you're like, you either like the, the, you'll either like the hosts or you don't like the hosts. Sometimes you just don't like the way they sound. You know, or the way they sound. And I think if you... If you start, I think the way I've always tried to push, not push out, but promote or put out, um, I really don't like saying the word content, but, um, but like personal brand, like something, even that, even that's got its own bad negative connotations to it these days. But, but just, it, I know what you mean. Though. Just I know you're going putting yourself out there online, right? That's, 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 that's been a big one for it's, me. It's been good. It, it's, I think it's been good. Um, and I'm always conscious of how I go about doing it because I've got this strong view that I think everybody eventually will walk around and you will have linked to you yeah. some sort of a, whether it be called personal brand or it's got a different name, it's, you will it's have ch- a presence. It, I think you, yeah, you, the personal brand thing is going to be a normality. With it will everything. be a normality. And I think a lot of people will look at things and be like, you know, that's, that's the kind of brand or online your your own your own imprint on on the online space i think is going to be very important in the next you know at least the next 20 years i'd say yeah um and i'm always very conscious about wanting to how how i go about putting that out there i guess yeah and i think i'm learning more and more is don't try and put it out there just do just just be just be Put your honest self out there, and I think this podcast it's is a very good hard opportunity. To do, though. It's very hard because it's, it takes a lot of vulnerability to go out there and be very honest and not fear what's going to come out of it and what are people going to think? Am I going to get judged? But I think over time, if you just be honest, yeah, you can't fail. Yeah, if you're if you're honest and it all comes out bad, everyone dislikes you. Then well, that's, maybe that's just the way it is because that's, that's just what you what you like the type of person you are. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, if people have taken time out into, let's just say you produce a video, yeah, whatever it might be, and someone's taken the time out to listen to your stuff and comment negatively on it, yeah, I don't necessarily now doing this podcast, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing anymore. Whereas before, there used to be a huge, um, uh, I guess, fear of mine is I've put this video out of something that I'm really passionate about, and someone just goes online and trashes it. Wow. But I used to be like, oh, I'm not going to do that because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want that. Whereas now I'm slowly, very slowly, yeah, like a you know little caterpillar inside a cocoon, yeah, starting to think that maybe that person liked my video more than what they're than what they're what they're portraying on on yeah. in their keyboard warrior moment, yeah, um, because they've taken the time out to, to watch something. to watch me, yeah, 
as negative as it may be, I, yeah. I'm trying to think that maybe it's a positive thing that someone's taken the time out to watch a video or piece of content that you've produced yeah. and bag it. I don't think it's necessarily it's a bad thing. Yeah. I, I, I've always kind of been encouraged by... I mean, I screenshot. If I ever get a negative comment, I screenshot it. Um, <laughs> I, I love negative comments. I don't get all that many. I think I, I tend to kind of... I'm very neutral in my view sometimes online, probably a bit too neutral, so I don't piss off enough people. Yeah. And there's this whole view of like, but you've got to take a side and just be who you are. This is what I was saying. But I think over time, yeah. if you continue to be yourself, That's you right. end up going to, you end up having, it's not even sitting on one side of the fence, you end up having your own view and people just, as life in general is, people either like you or they don't, they'll end up liking you or not. That's right. And I think it'll, it'll just come forward that way. Yeah. I think there's a difference between producing content that's truth to you or producing content that you think people want to see. Yes. Um, and always go for the former. And I used to always think that you have to produce content that people want to see. And that's fine. But if it's not who you are, then it's going to come across. You'll, you'll get burnt out and you won't be real and you won't and sustain that's something it. That it's going to come learned, across as fake. That's something that I've learned with this. And it's something that I struggled for a long time when it came to wanting to do the podcast was I really want to be as real as I possibly can. Yeah. So that it doesn't come across as, you know, inauthentic yeah. as well. So and I, I feel like when you produce content, you know, as, as regular or as irregular as it may be, that it's just you, wherever yep. you are, then you really can't go wrong. Yeah, I well, agree. You, you, you can. You may not. You may not be a internet sensation. Yeah. But you're just being you, and it's you're not exhausting this persona. Yeah. Uh, that eventually is going to crack. Yeah, I think that's why it's very important just to stay true. And that's what I meant by don't pander to the audience, and I don't say oh, yeah, it negatively that towards that, that's, them. That's very. I good. say it in a very positive way. Don't pander to the audience. It's yeah. it's very much that yes, you you put out. Um, content for them to listen to yeah and those that like it will enjoy it yeah um those that don't it's not for them and that's fine mm-hmm. um but at least when you're making it you know that you, you can actually enjoy it and you're going to sustain it and then in indirectly that ends up serving those who actually like your content because you're going to be here tomorrow that's right i think that's really important um so it's kind of a win-win it's, that, that's the you me us vision version you gotta fun. have fun um but one of the interesting things oh yeah by the way before we go on to the next topic um some of our listeners may have noticed, and I, I certainly know that I kind of dropped the surprise on you about our new website. Yes, yes, you, you certainly <laughs> surprised me with it. <laughs> I literally, I was just like, I, I, I can't remember what day it was. It was um, oh, a few days ago. It was now. a couple of days ago, and I literally woke up in the morning and I was sitting down the lounge, and the house was quiet. My wife had to go and do some a few things to come in what it was, and I had like a three hour period where our little one was asleep, and yeah. I had the laptop in my lap, and I'm like, today's the day. <laughs> I am building this website I, I from the, start to finish. I, I and I literally like, I literally built the website from start to finish in like three and a half or four That's hours. That's amazing, man. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't even do that if I even tried to. Well, I can't to. take credit. WordPress is pretty good. Um, WordPress, <laughs> still, you, hit us you, up. I've been still, a user for a long time. You're more than welcome to come and sponsor us. Uh, um, but yeah, so I, basically we've got a new website. It's called journey2wherever.com. Nice, very nice clean. simple, very clean. The name was there. I, I was surprised you got that journey to. Well, I did a search and it wasn't like no one had it, and I was like, yeah, nice. So, so journey to uh, is our website, and basically it will have every episode on there as well, so people can listen to that. Um, Plus the, a little bit of a background of just us, I guess. It's got about us and stuff like that. I'm thinking it's whether our, or not it's got our it's mug on there as well. It does. So. I, I actually stole your one from your website, if you didn't mind. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so I figured you own the copyright. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, good, man. Um, 
and uh, whether or not we also add in a, a, a later at a later time, um, like a blog type sec- section with extra bits and pieces that we might add there, it's it's an opportunity for us to do that too. But at the moment, you can certainly go on there and it's got every single episode, all of the show notes. It'll have resources and stuff on there from different shows. Um, and it just stops us from having to say, check us out on Apple Podcasts just and go Spotify. Just go to journeytorever.com. It literally has links to every single major platform. Um, you can actually listen to the podcast off the blog because um, it, it plays via it's got a spotify embedded um player in there oh, as does well it? yeah so okay, you can listen cool. to it um so and you can contact us from there it's got our socials and everything so go and have a uh, go and check it out if you if you certainly uh want to do that go and check us out at journey if you want to reach us you can certainly do that through there now um which is a nice little a nice little hub and on that note as well about the listeners um you were you kind of opened up the app the other day, oh, and yes. you were showing me yes. these the breakdown of our of our um, some of our analytics and stuff like that of our podcast. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, definitely. I, I stumbled across. And I didn't this. I didn't know that you could actually break it down this detailed. I was yeah. like, well, that's impressive. <laughs> you can. And I think we'll probably take, we'll wrap the show up on this. Um, you, obviously, on the anchor website, we've got you've got um, the different um, specialized analytics yeah of where our listeners come from so yeah. i think i think on a maybe a weekly or a bi-weekly we should, um we would have like a little race of who's winning <laughs> yeah because we, we we know that our top and if, I, if i've got this right i'm going to try and guess that our top countries are australia us canada and germany yes okay Spot so i got that right <laughs> all righty so let's, let's but you can actually break it down you can actually and break we know what people from what suburbs people are listening specifically to suburbs in australia yeah but more so states no in, all in over countries. the world you can listen to it it no, goes, breaks it down in no no i mean as in like where our listeners are coming from in yeah. australia breaks down this right down from the city to the suburb yeah. whereas in the u.s canada and germany it tells us essentially what state no i think it's suburb too well, well let's look right now okay we'll start off with australia yeah so shout out to australia because these australia. are the top people that are listening so naturally from new australia. south what new south wales is where we're from is 95 percent of our listeners uh, 2% is from Victoria and 1% is from South Australia. Yes. But let's just go to New South Wales and let's go... So let's just read the actual suburbs. Let's let's, let's just go one. with the top three for now. Top three. Top three. So in third place, drum roll. I don't have a drum roll, but anyways. Uh, congratulations, Bronte. 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 Shout out to Bronte. Shout out to Bronte. <laughs> third place. Third Bronte. Place. Is, is that near the beach, isn't it? That's near the beaches, yeah. Okay. So Bronte. Uh, Bronte. I guess I guess an equal third or an equal second place. Dulwich Hill. Dul- is it Dulwich or Dulwich? Dulwich? I used to live in Dulwich. I don't even know why I said Dulwich. Dulwich you Hill. Said Dulwich. Dulwich. You lifted that summer. Dully. Good on you, Dully. <laughs> That's what we used to say back then in Dulwich Hill. Dulwich so Hill. Good on good old Dulwich Hill. Yeah. Um, in second place. This one's a random one. So in first place, thank you to our listeners, our true listeners in Albion Park. Albion Park. Where the is South Albion Coast. Park? South Coast. Is it? There you yes. go. Albion Park. I hope everybody out the South Coast, Albion Parkway is also safe. Yes. Um, and and you find facing, comfort listening to our podcast. Yes, as they're well. finding some challenges out that particular way with all of these bushfires. Um, Albion and, Park. And then some honorable mentions to say Piedmont, Castle Hill, Seven Hills, and Kellyville. And even Marrickville. Yes. As well. When you go, is. Is that counted? Sydney is number... That Sydney, no, Sydney is in, that's the hole, and then it breaks down the ones below that. Are you sure? I don't think so. I think Sydney is number one, as Sydney the city. Okay, well, then Sydney the city is 25%. So, number one would be Sydney. Sydney. But okay. if we break Close it down enough. the suburbs... 
So that's that's from Australia. What are, from what have we got from the US? Uh, the US. US is number two, right? The US is our number two. Okay, and so who's still, it? Uh, these guys are who's our who's our so number no, one? Who's our number three spot in top three in the US? Is California. California. Shout out to everybody listening to us from California. It's a big state. <laughs> it's <laughs> a California. Big state. And I'd equal- love to go to Cali. Would you? Yeah, I follow this one person on um, Instagram, and she's a she's a gamer, and she's from California. Yeah, and her pictures are like this purpley, reddy sky. It's palm. California it itself feel- could be like a, a it's its own country. Yeah, because it has all these different types of like demographics and people, and yeah, it's, I think it's nice. an so interesting place. Cali at number three. Cali at number three. And then Indiana, Indiana, and number, number two. two, and I think then, Indiana's got some good food. And by and by far, and still, and I looked at them a couple of weeks ago as well. Is that half it, our listeners from yeah, that area? From Virginia. Virginia, wow! So half of our listeners from the United Virginia. States are from Virginia. So shout out to Virginia, Virginia. Thank you. And so then, if you're from Virginia, or and then now let's go to um, Canada. I don't know. At all. And all our listeners from Canada are from Ontario. Ontario, there you go. So there you go, Ontario, and last but not least, Germany. What's that? The land of Berlin. 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 What do you call someone, land someone, of Berlin? I'm not sure, but someone, so, someone, or some people, or a few people. I'm yeah. not sure. It doesn't give you the exact numbers. No. Um, but listeners from Berlin. So. So shout out to um, Albion Park, Virginia. Ontario and Berlin. Yes. Because you're our top <laughs> listeners right top now. Listeners. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? It's nice to know that somewhere, either really close in New South Wales or yeah. within a few, you know, reasonable number of kilometers, or someone in the other side of the world in these places has a headset or earpods or a speaker it. and they're just listening to our voices. Definitely. Um, so, so I think I think we might do that no, 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 every week or so and just kind of every like, now and then we should certainly do that. I think we it's a good give idea. Give people the uh, update of uh, who's catch up. And if you're not in those top three and if nice. you're from any of those places, yeah. can you like either send us a DM or a, or a, or hit us up on Twitter or comment on one of our photos or something? Yeah, and and say hi. I'd like to know where, where you're listening Definitely. from. Definitely Albion Park, Dully Chill, and Bronte. Yeah, um, just give give us a uh, give us a shout, a out, shout out on our socials. Go to journeythroughever.com, journeytowherever.com, um, and you can find us there and, and you can reach out to us. We'd love to. And if you're not me. in that top three, and you when you want to give your uh, your little suburb a, a shout out, <laughs> so you can bump up the rankings, <laughs> give us a shout out too. <laughs> yeah, so I think that was a good um, a good way to to say thanks. Um, so we we wrapped up the last last year's episode with a lot of thanks i think giving forward um thanks to those those listeners from those areas it looks like it's going to be an exciting year i think we've also breaking some uh some records each time i've noticed <laughs> that each episode is increasing by like a minute or two yeah. in length um each time so uh it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to keep extending it but no, we, no, no. we like to keep it around the hour ish mark hour ish mark so far yeah, and if, if it's anything below an hour, it means that we're pulling a where's your father and there's probably a hypothetical gun to our head from our wives telling us to hurry up. <laughs> hurry up, get up. <laughs> um, or impatient children in the background. Yeah. So uh, I think we can possibly wrap it up there. Yeah, definitely. Thank so, you for listening to uh, us, guys. Thank you for listening to us, guys. Hope you enjoyed the first episode of 2020. This is episode 15 of Journey to Rover. As always, thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes. And if you want to reach out to us, journeytoriver.com. Anything else you want to wrap it up on? No, I think you said it perfectly there, my friend. All right. Peace, guys. Peace, everyone. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye.
Lucky. Well, it was a... That that episode recording felt chilled, content, the way I'm feeling so far this year. And then it just built. It kept building, 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 and it's good. So I think hopefully that that same vibe and same momentum continues on uh, for the rest of the year. I think it will. Awesome. Let's go enjoy the rest of the day.